Yeah. What would you do in this situation, Sarah? You're on a road trip and you find out that the person driving you potentially murdered somebody. I would make the person that made me get in the car with him ask him. Really? Yes. Or or I would probably play it as if nothing happened and just pretend and keep my mouth shut and be really, really nice and never rub them the wrong way. These are all of the wrong answers, <laughs> Brett, Sarah. Brett, really? You go home. You call your dad. You You're like, think? no, pick me the F up. Okay, I'm you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're like, I hold would on. just try not to talk to him a whole lot. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I would. <laughs> Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You're here, you made it to us, you found us, you love romantic comedies, which is great news because we do as well. So this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have Crossroads. And wherever you're listening, please throw us a follow, subscribe, leave reviews. They help more people find us. And if you want to be more a part of the Rom-Com Rewind podcast, you can do that on Instagram. Literally, we respond to every single dm when i say we it's sarah uh she responds to them but we we love to hear from you we love to hear your opinions on the pod and kind of you know what we should do next and and kind of opinions on content we've had on the pod you know if it works or not we got a message from michelle saying i 100 percent want to hear more parenting <laughs> dump because this, this is what Devin has been waiting for he <laughs> wants someone to tell him to tell more stories we got a few of these messages. <laughs> we okay, did. We did. I will Michelle. admit. I will admit. Michelle yes. said, um, I'm the mom of an 11-year-old girl and a 13-year-old boy, and I still some days think, never thought this is how parenting would look. <laughs> yeah, so on the Pop Culture Recap pod, I kind of mm-hmm. had a parenting dump of just like random thoughts, you know, stream of consciousness things that occur as a parent, and uh, I'm so glad you liked it, Michelle. Yes. I can even share another one of those stories right this second. One that Sarah is going to hate me sharing, but oh. I don't care. I'm going to forge ahead <laughs> because, so our, our son Wells is a toddler. Mm-hmm. He's 20 months old now. And um, the last, I mean, for sure the last couple weeks, but the last few days, his sleep overnight has been atrocious. It's been horrible. The other day, however, Sarah and I were walking around and she, she kind of comes to this realization, this epiphany. She's like, oh my God, I know what it is. I'm like, oh, like what? What has been plaguing our son? What is the one reason he's not sleeping? I have no idea where this is going. She's like, it's a full moon. Oh, yes, okay. How does that explain anything? I was literally in the elevator talking to somebody who also had their child near the same age as Wells, and. She said, oh my gosh, he's having such a morning. I said, oh, Wells is too. I swear there's a full moon. She goes, there is a full moon. And I was like, there we go. That's why. Honest to God, you ask any teacher as well. Stop, stop this. You ask any teacher or educator, ask them around a full moon and they will tell you they're, the, the children are different. Okay. Well, you know what? Let, let's toss this on our socials maybe because yes. I am so convinced that this is the most ridiculous rationale for our son not sleeping. Oh, it's the full it's moon. Not, well. It's this rock that's hundreds of thousands <laughs> of miles away. Hey, yeah, it's hey, that. the moon that's has to do with it. the tides. Yeah, the tides. Think of that. Hey, not that's, our that's pretty powerful. Crossroads is a 2002 teen road 
comedy, drama, romance is what I'm going to call it. It's a lot of things. It is a lot of things. It's directed by Tamara Davis. Screenplay by Shonda Rhimes. I know. That was in the fun fact. That was in the quick facts. Well, Crossroads is the story of Lucy, played by Britney Spears. It's also Mimi, uh, who's played by Taryn Manning, and Kit, played by Zoe Saldana. Lucy, Mimi, and Kit, they were childhood best friends, but grew apart as they entered kind of high school years. We don't know exactly when they grew apart, but as high school seniors, they're not friends anymore. But Mimi pulls the trio back together to recover a wish box from their childhood. And then... I would call it a memory box. A memory box, yeah. I think they called it a wish box in the movie, though. Anyway, they all agree to join Mimi on a trip to Los Angeles. Uh, Mimi's traveling to L.A. for a singing audition. She also happens to be five months pregnant, as an aside. Kit is going to join them to see her boyfriend, who's at UCLA. And Lucy is looking for a estranged mother who lives in Arizona. They're in Georgia, so that's along the way. They also get a very helpful ride from uh, Ben Kimball, played by Anson Mount. That is your lead-in for Crossroads, kind of this road, comedy, drama, romance story. What are your thoughts? Baby! Lucy (gasps) Wagner! We're gonna be late! Lucy. It's about Mother. Has she ever tried to see me? No, she hasn't. Kit. I haven't seen you since Christmas. Dylan, we have to plan the wedding. Mimi. I'm gonna get out of this town. Go all the way to California. How are you gonna get there? I found a ride with this guy. What? You can't go by yourself with some guy. So then come with me. Are you serious? Yes. Ben. You're taking us to LA? Yeah, yeah, well, I'll get you back. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. This February. Moving van, let's go already! Woo-hoo! Take a chance. Hello. Pop up. Lucy. Sneaking away in the middle of the night? You're coming back now. Share the adventure. Hello! Hello! I'm not sleeping here. <laughs> Make the journey. This movie is a funny one. <laughs> because I think you want to like it because Britney Spears is in it. And it's like pretty much her acting debut. There's a big cast. Like all of these people other than, well, even Britney Spears for the next few years has gone to do big things. Zoe was in a ton of big movies. She was. Taryn was in uh, Orange is the New Black. Dan Aykroyd and Kim Cattrall being the parents. Absolutely. Are not small gets. No. And Anson Mount is in um, the new Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. Right. As of late. Like he's been in a whole bunch of other things too. Like these people have gone on to have acting careers. Mm -hmm. It's no small feat. Um. The writing by Shonda Rhimes, you'd expect it to be out of this world. You'd expect it to be better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know what? Like I said, I think you want to like this movie because Britney Spears is in it. Whether you like it or not is up for debate. I think it's charming. It's cute. It's a summer adventure movie. Like, like. It's after their graduation, so they're done school. They're 18. They want to go and find themselves, and they do this cross-country road trip, right? And it's charming. Do I love it? Is it top five? No. Is it entertaining? Sure. Is it a wild ride? Yeah, there's a lot jam-packed in an hour and a half in this movie. So much that so I have much. to talk about about that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My, my biggest takeaway is that this film is is so remarkable in that it really is the hallmark of an era that we will never see again 
in pop culture because pop stars do not do stuff like this anymore. And mm. and at the turn of the like, is there a movie that comes to mind that you're like, oh, that's just like Britney Spears when she did Crossroads? <laughs> well, okay, so they compare this. A, a quite a well not quite a bit but I've seen that they've compared this to Mariah Carey's glitter around the same time okay. and, and I'm saying it's around the same time no that that's what I'm getting at yes, Sarah yes. this is the Spice World by the Spice Girls yes. from Justin to Kelly yes raise your voice with yes. Hillary Duff I'll even throw in <laughs> the effing S Club 7 TV oh, show guys yeah, I love that but the, it was all in that era where You're like right. it was totally we we adored pop stars doing campy stuff like that where you're like this is so cheesy and i love it and it, i love it yes it's a cult classic really be, because now pop stars and musicians they do tour documentaries they do these polished thoughtful things the kind of zany weird wild like like s club seven as a tv show one I, direction are never gonna do that i loved it the, the, well i mean one direction is defunct now but like whoever that ends up being th that's not what they're doing you know right i mean i guess i think of like Ariana Grande doing, yeah, but Wicked is a beautiful production. No, it is. From I think. What I, can see. I think if they're gonna make the jump, they're gonna do it well, except for the weekend. <laughs> right. Hey, the weekend. I had to bring it up. Somebody who has done it poorly recently, but that was different. So he, was, he was trying to be so dramatic. So bad. I also think like, is this a weird watch? Because. Like, this was Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. And now you look at Britney Spears and you're like, that's almost an entirely different human being. Like, this was that... I think it is an entirely different human being. Yes. And there, there's so much to say on Britney Spears that we're going to we're gonna get to throughout this pod. But it is just weird watching her and be like, wow, that's... I see the Hit Me Baby one more time. Whereas mm -hmm. now you look mm -hmm. at her, you're like, I don't see any of that anymore. <laughs> no, no offense. And I'm not, I'm not no, trying to be no, offensive. No, I know like, you're not. Am I wrong? No. Like, that... No. This is... It's almost like kind of like uncanny valley to watch it it's like walking through a deserted mall you're like wow this feels strange <laughs> no like watching britney spears and seeing that that amazingly talented yeah, yeah. person who had such an upside and who had all this potential i think that's you know? what makes me think about it like like what you just said right like you're looking at this person who had so much ahead of her and because of circumstances that happened six years later. Yeah, because of so many things. You that, know, that yeah. um, it's so unfortunate how things played out for her with family, with mental health, with everything and how how things have landed. It like it hurts my heart. Like I feel really bad for her because Absolutely. there was so much life watching this movie. There was so much life when you're watching her and not to say that there isn't now. It's just very different. It's very different. Very different. When you see her yes. videos posted on Instagram, when you, you know, see her random posts about things. And it's just, it's like, wow, this is like a completely different person. Hell yeah. All right. So the movie starts out with, like you mentioned, three girls bearing a memory box or a wish box <laughs> and that they would be best friends forever. They would open it at midnight on the night of graduation. Fast forward eight years. We have Britney Spears dancing in her underwear. And this is such a bring back moment to Cameron Diaz from um, Charlie's, Charlie's Angels. Angels exactly what I thought of as well. Yes. And I also, I wrote that down immediately because I'm like, did a guy direct this freaking movie? No, <laughs> but that's what you would expect from a guy director doing like this. Th I was so surprised that we had Britney Spears like in her underwear. I, I forgot that that happens. I mean, let's like, I mean, I 
<laughs> I have had no pants dance parties. Like, you know, no pants dance parties are a thing and they're great. Yeah. You know, I it, get it. I get it. Do you, do you get it? it? It feels a little gratuitous. But I, I wouldn't do it on like a movie, obviously, because yeah, I'm not an actor. Yeah. But like, you know, I don't know. But it's it does happen. It's not something that like I think people think of like, oh, like people actually have like pillow fights at sleepovers. Like, no, but we definitely had. We have sing-alongs in our underwear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like PJs, at least PJs, right? Like we had PJ dance parties. Get it right, cheesy rom-coms. They're not having pillow fights. <laughs> They're having dance parties in their underwear. God, it should also be said on this scene. I, I, I went through a little bit of research and apparently Britney Spears did have a fair amount of say she in did. the script yes. and in the writing of everything. So yeah. So totally on board with that is what I would say, I guess. Yeah, like she had quite a say in everything that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it is the day of her high school graduation, and we find out that uh, Britney Spears, or Lucy, is the valedictorian. She is the prim, proper, you know, apple of her father's eye. She is the good kid. She is perfect. Can I just broach the subject of, like, if she had a lot of say in the script and the storyline and stuff like that, is it not a little bit telling that she wrote herself an extremely overbearing father <laughs> who wanted to control oh, wow. her every move? That's we don't wild. need to comment on it because I, I can never, tell you don't want to comment I on never, it. No, I never thought of it that way. I never thought of that. I and he was, right away. he was very overbearing in this movie. I was like, well, okay, like, hold extremely. on. Extremely. Yeah. It's a little, I, I, I clocked it right away. I'm like, oh, I didn't until you just said that. Wow. Yeah, mm, yeah mm. that's wild. Maybe like art reflecting life or life reflecting art. One, one or the hey, other, maybe. perhaps. I, mean, I don't know. There are current Britney Spears fans. Like they are diehard fans who like, oh. who have, and I, and they're not conspiracy. Like they're legit. Like they have thoughts on like videos that she posts, the color she wears. I you're getting into it later. I, I do okay. have the top list of conspiracy fan theories about Britney Spears on my list of things. Okay. To talk okay. About. okay. Well then I will not continue with that, but it is legit. We could do like, it right like now. It does happen. We could do it right now if we really want. Okay. So why don't I hit you with a conspiracy theory? And you can also give me like, um, Scale of one to ten, how likely you think it is? Okay, that it's real. That it's real. Okay. <laughs> Starting with conspiracy theory number one: fans think she's actually dead. Oh my god! So, <laughs> the, so there was like the free Britney thing, but apparently, yes. I mean, there was also the where is Britney situation. Um, this also gained some popularity from uh, gossip blogger Perez Hilton, who speculated. That, uh, like, th there was a, a general absence with Britney Spears in the public eye. And then she was just, just kind of different when she came back. And a lot of people think that maybe she died and we replaced her with oh my God. a Britney Spears clone, Is maybe. Is this seriously another Avril Lavigne A la Avril Lavigne. Like, yeah. come on. Who else did we think died? Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Elvis. There have been yes, so many. Yes, yes. Yeah. But this, this is a, we've replaced her with a clone kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, because that's who we'd, we would replace with a clone, Britney Spears, right? Like, that's who we would choose to decide to replace. Yeah, yeah. Um, scale of one to ten? Um, That, okay, which one? That she... She's dead and replaced that with she's a clone. Dead, okay. Um, like, a two? Okay. Um, 
conspiracy theory number two, Britney Spears has re- been replaced by AI. This no. one's interesting. Um, it was after uh, pictures used from her wedding to Samazgari. They oh. appeared to look a little bit strange. Altered. There were moments where like Britney Spears was blurry or parts of the photo were blurry that like maybe they were AI generated photos and her and Sam never got married and that <laughs> Britney Spears once again is dead and we're just like, no. nobody's physically seen her. No. It's just every image we've seen of her is AI. Okay, so no, that's like a zero. Okay. Um, but I did read that the images were altered. But yeah. like, have you guys ever seen like blurred photos before? There's like, an- just because we have phones and that's how, like there used to be more blurred photos than there are now. And so there's also, and I've actually seen videos of this, and it is a little bit creepy. Mm. There's videos of Britney Spears doing her weird, like, you know, like the knife dance. The dances, stuff yes, does. the yeah. dances. Oh. The same dance she does, but to just different songs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and we've all seen that. They're, like, a little interesting. Uh-huh. Um, but there have been moments where, like, her, her hand kind of goes across her face. Right. And as it's going across her face, there seems to be some kind of, like, almost like a filter Oh, I'm sure there is a film turning on and off as she's waving her hand across her face. And a lot of people then think she's either AI generated or that's a clone that they're using like a filter on. I don't believe either of those things. And then there's finally a, there's only three. Well, I mean, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of nuance to those. Like, is it a body double? Is she actually dead? Is it AI? Those are kind of the, those are the big three. Okay. And now there's a theory that she's sending fans a plea for help via oh, yes. her videos. I have heard that one. Probably the most I've heard that one. Yeah. And just like based on things she's saying, mm-hmm, based on mm-hmm. what she's doing in the video, people what are like. What color she's wearing. What color she's wearing. People think that this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brittany changed between a leopard print catsuit, white shorts, and a floral top, and a pink floral dress. Somehow that combination right. fans were like, she needs us. She needs our help. <laughs> she needs our help. I don't know what a plain pink floral dress does, but. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Um, I do know that when she was doing the knife dance, <laughs> fans were the ones that actually. like, the, oh, you all know the knife dance, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm pretty sure we all do. We probably all do. Um, <laughs> they actually, like the fans actually made it so that the police went and did a wellness check on her. Like yes. that's who pushed, not her family, not because she doesn't yes. talk to them. Like her fans, like her fans are so ingrained in this virtual life of hers because they only get videos of her. And yeah, like I think the whole, like, okay, I don't know if this is true or not. And honestly, Ooh, do you have a conspiracy theory? It's Tell not a conspiracy us. theory. But part of me wants to think that like Sam was in it because he was like getting paid. Oh, by her family. Yeah. Uh, just getting paid to like It was just an like additional level there. or layer of this like protection around or on Britney Spears. Wow. Because it was just too, like, it was just too convenient for him to then just like break up with her. They were divorced after 14 months? Yeah. So. You know, like, and I mean, I think they were living quite separate lives at that point from what we've heard, but I just feel like maybe... People think that she's AI generated. Okay, I feel like this one's not too far off. The fact that Sam might have been That's, getting paid Sam by was a Daddy Russian Dearest, by, oh right, right, you know, dad, or yeah. like whoever, <laughs> to have an add, add another layer of the whole like Britney, you know, situation. Okay, and I believe that. And, I, I I could believe it. I should say yes, and I think along the lines of things, and like 
They have said that this is just age, but her teeth. They think that she's been replaced by a clone because also of her teeth. So you're really locked in on this. So if you like look at other photos, like older photos, like from the 2000s. Oh, or from are, this movie, for but, example. Yeah, exactly. But it's been said that she didn't have caps. Like she never had caps on her teeth. Those were actually her natural teeth. So like because of wear and everything she's been through and, and age and whatnot, as she's getting older, her teeth are just changing. changing sure. And she's getting older. And, and I mean, like maybe looking a little rough like you know we all age but and there's nothing wrong with that honestly and i think people are all up on her saying like oh your teeth you they've changed you're a different person and it's just like well maybe she never had caps and or veneers and maybe that's just her teeth like let it go poor girl do poor you th- britney do you honestly think poor britney any one of these things could be real well, I think my theory. Is Do you Sam, you like your Sam, Sam theory? Okay, Sam's yes, a plant. Yes. Got it. Okay. And if we missed any, let us know. <laughs> if you have a Britney Spears, <laughs> if you have conspiracy a Britney Spears theory, theory let us let know. us know. Um, I don't think any of them are replaced. Like, I don't know who. I, I think after you know the whole Britney Spears thing, is she is it is she enough to be replaced by a clone? Like. I feel like there's other people you would re- want to replace with a clone other than Britney Spears. Well, and like, what's the point, right? Like, before, and no offense to Britney. When she was on the conservatorship, sure, like a clone, yeah, because you got to make the family up, money. Whatever, yeah. Well, yeah, you got to keep making the family money. But yeah. now that she's not with the conservatorship anymore, it's kind of like, okay. <laughs> like, why would, like, I don't, I think I just don't understand why they would go through all of that to to clone someone <laughs> that would be britney spears you know like does <laughs> that make first, sense <laughs> in hundreds of we years need dolly the sheep and britney spears yeah <laughs> when kids are learning about the cloning situation do you know it started with pop star britney spears <laughs> and, and dolly the sheep bad breakup with <laughs> yeah. justin timberlake and then it was just we got a cloner um, a cloner <laughs> So it turns out that all the girls are very much no longer friends. Um, Lucy's going to med school because that's what her dad wants. Mimi is just kind of off on her own. She's five months pregnant. And um, Kit is the popular girl in school. She is the one that everyone wants to be. And they're just really, really no longer friends. So she's at prom and Kit just walks right by Lucy. And then Mimi comes in and asks if uh, Lucy will be going to the tree to meet up with them at midnight. And she's like, no, I don't have time. I'm going to have meaningless sex with Henry upstairs in a weird hotel room. And then Mimi asks Kit if she's going. And Kit just says, like, I have better things to do. I'm not going. So we find out that Kit is engaged. And Lucy, like I mentioned, plans to lose her virginity to Henry in a room during prom. But she hesitates and makes Henry recite the list as to why they should have sex with each other before graduate or graduation ends they're lab partners for three years they're 18 and have never done it henry played by justin long who i actually found the funniest little like behind the scenes story with him and britney spears in that scene fun fact that's justin long's first on-screen kiss no that's his first one and he talked about how how unbelievably charming britney spears was our legs were kind of intertwined and she goes i'm so she she goes i'm so sorry uh, if my leg, because I haven't shaved in a few days, and my my legs might be a little prickly, and I was like, I'm, I'm sure they're fine. 
you know. <laughs> and and he goes, she goes, no, no, they're not. They're totally prickly. And and she goes, feel. And she like put my hand on her thigh, and, and it was like, it was like a baby's ass. You know, it was like the smoothest. <laughs> It was like silk, I, I, and I swear it was the smoothest thing I ever found. It was like a dolphin. It was a dolphin. And Britney Spears dolphin legs. Dolphin apparently. legs. Yeah. That's nice. You go, Britney. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally see her saying that though. That that's anyway. That's my aside with Henry and Justin Long. I love it. It turns out all three of the girls show up to the tree and they dig up the memory box. They go through their wishes. Kit wished for to be, well, I guess, to be bridal Barbie, which she is, in fact, getting married. My locket. What did you wish for? I, w I wanted to find my mom to see her again. Did you ever find her? No, she lives in Arizona, and my pop, he doesn't think it's a good idea, so. What'd you wish for? <laughs> a keychain? No, the world that I was gonna get out of this crabby town, go all the way to California, put my feet in the Pacific Ocean. There's <laughs> a wish that's not coming true for a while. Yeah, a lot you know, kid. What's that supposed to mean? Slot Records recording contest? So? So I'm going on Sunday. You're going to California to audition for a record company. Yeah. They end up all parting ways. Mimi's like, you know what? Why don't you come with me? I'm leaving Sunday at 7 a.m. All three of them show up to go on the road trip. Doesn't, doesn't it feel like... I felt like I couldn't keep track of this part because I'm like, oh, okay, like like Mimi just showed up to them and was like, you coming to the tree or not? And it was kind of like, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, she was just like entrance like very abruptly. Very abruptly. And then I'll, I feel like I blinked. They were opening a box and then I blinked again and they're like ready to go on this trip with a murderer, maybe? A potential murderer, yes. We meet Ben, mm -hmm. who we first see at their prom, who is filling in um, for a band member. He's on guitar, and Kit thinks he's really cute, but then is told by her friends that he just got out of jail for killing somebody. Right, yes. Lucy, on the road trip, will be stopping in Arizona to see her mom, her long-lost mother, who has not contacted her, I think, since she was like three or five or something, left her and her dad, basically. Kit is going to L.A. to see her fiancé, Dylan, I believe his name is. And Mimi, again, is going to the audition. And Ben, he's the guy who's driving them and who's going to go and see if he can get some work out there from his uncle. The next morning in the bathroom, they all talk about Ben and... Mimi. How do you know Ben? Just from around. God, he's so cute. Don't you think he's cute? He's all right. I just can't believe he was in jail. What? Yeah. He, like, killed a guy. Kit. What? what I heard. Excuse me? He killed somebody? No, he did not mm -hmm. kill anybody. Mm -hmm. So they all kind of get a little bit more, I don't know, like, not scared of him, but, like, they're on alert. Yeah, what would you do in this situation, Sarah? You're on a road trip and you find out that the person driving you potentially murdered somebody. I would make the person that made me get in the car with him ask him. Really? Yes, or or I would probably play it as if nothing happened and just pretend and keep my mouth shut and be really, really nice and never rub them the wrong way. These are all of the wrong answers, <laughs> Brett, Sarah. Brett, really? You go home. You call your dad. You You're like, think? Yo, pick me the f up. Okay, I'm you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're like, I hold would on. just try not to talk to him a whole lot. <laughs> like, no, what? no, no, no. I would. 
I'm, you know what? It's because I know Ben isn't like, I know. And you, and you know, while watching, you know, that he, he didn't go you're to You're looking at that. Anson Mount and you're like, he's so dreamy though. He yes. can't possibly Okay. If it somebody. wasn't Anson Mount and it was somebody that potentially could really have done that. I, yeah, you're right. I would call my, I would call somebody to come pick me up. Okay. So yeah, that would be my answer. Call, call somebody to come get me. I'm glad we, we sorted yes, that yes, out. Yes. Yes. Okay. So they're driving and their car radiator gives out. So now they're stuck on the side of the road in Louisiana. It's $300 plus labor to fix and they don't have the money for it. They, they are in, um, New Orleans. So they go on stage at a karaoke bar and they make a ton of money and tips. This was like so close to one of my best scenes. It's so campy and cheesy. It is. Mimi's there. It's, um, it was my best scene. So was it go. your, okay, yes, we'll yes, go it was right so good ahead, because ben. like, I love the fact that they let Britney sing. Like she has such a great voice. That oh, I are love. you surprised they let Britney sing in this movie? No, because she had a lot of say in her book. Uh, in Not in her it's book. It's like the whole thing. In her movie. She had a lot of say in this movie. No, I know. But I just thought it was, I don't know. I liked the scene. Sometimes they overdo it, but I found it was just enough singing, you know? I love rock and roll, a classic, but it's just like Mimi's out there and she gets stage fright. Yeah, like, I know. Oh, oh no, you do it, Lucy. And then Britney Spears gets up there and you're like, you're like, of course, here it comes. So after they get all the money, it's basically good for the rest of their trip. That night they get a super nice hotel room and they hang out sharing stories, the good and the bad, and they decide that they won't drift apart again. Ben is back. And in the back of the car and he's sleeping, they steal his keys and they start driving. I mean, he totally would have woken up. That's absurd. This is actually my best scene. Okay. Is it because Shania Twain's playing? Uh, the man, I feel like a woman. No. Great song. Though. It is. Oh my God. Great. This song, soundtrack. Though. Oh, a five out of five for me. Oh, it. Yes. I was, I'm going to wait until the end to go through the entire yes. soundtrack. So I was just good. on a guy's trip uh, to Nashville a little bit over a month ago. And um, to wake everybody up in the morning. We would play Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Great song. Because it starts off with Let's Go Girls. Which was very like, it was funny. It was ironic. We were in Nashville. It was just a good vibe to open up the day. For day one and two, at least. Day three, we were like, shut this shit off. This is I'm hungover. I need to sleep. Anyway, I, I loved the writing in this scene because Ben... So he wakes up. The girls are driving. He's like, stop the car right now. He yeah, has he's furious. Out. He's furious. Then he gets out of the car and Lucy kind of goes up to him to be like, hey, what's going on? And he explains. Can we, okay, wait, before you get there, he was having the tantrum of the, like, Oh, he's kicking rocks. He's all upset. Oh my God. I was like, pull yourself together. And, and why? Why is he upset? It's not because they stole his car. Yeah. It's not for some. He's like, do you know what it's like spending all day, every day with girls? <laughs> like, oh, is this? Is, is that the issue? This what he's upset about? That's he's like, you don't issue. get it, man. It's so tough st- being with girls this much. I'm like, man, like this guy. Three cute girls. Oh no. Oh no. And you get to still listen to your music because you won't turn <laughs> on theirs. Oh darn. Stuck with Britney Spears. Zoe yeah, Saldano. Yeah. Like, oh no. We feel so <laughs> bad for you, Ben. Yeah. It was just like like the writing in this film at times was just I know comical. There were parts that were so good. And then there were other parts like this that I was like, oh my God, like, but what like, did you tell him? What did you tell him to go and do in the dirt? It, it's it's a little Napoleon Dynamite though, because yes. like it's so cheesy. It makes me laugh. I'm like, this this is ridiculous. Is it supposed to? We're not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B maybe. So they give him back the keys so he can drive his vehicle. 
And Lucy is now in shotgun while he's driving. Lucy point blank asks him if he was in jail. He says yes, but it wasn't for killing somebody. It was when he was in college, his stepdad did something to his stepsister. Um, He hurt her and he was sent to jail because he drove a non-relative child across state lines and the stepdad pressed charges and he got six months for it. So he was protecting somebody. And of course that makes them swoon over him more. Of course. It's it's similar to the, um, if you get an older male love interest in a rom-com, he has to be a widower because that absolves him from all red flags. Like this guy went to jail, but it's like, no, no, no. It was an honorable thing. It was yes, an honorable yes, reason he, he went something. to jail. So, so that's okay. Red flags are gone. Yeah. yeah, totally. They camp outside that night in the desert and then they get to Tucson the next day to see Lucy's mother. They drop her off and it is not what she thought it was going to be. She gets there. It's a huge house. Lucy's mom doesn't even recognize her at first. She point blanks ask, asks Lucy why she's even there. She doesn't want to see Lucy, and it turns out that she has a whole new family. Later that day, um, Lucy shows up at the hotel room where her other friends are staying, absolutely drenched and sad. She told Lucy that she never, that her mother never wanted her, and that Lucy was a mistake. And when she goes off to the bathroom, like I have to say, this this was like. Again, Britney Spears' first time acting. Like I think this scene, she did a really good job. When Ben walks in, she's sitting there. She's like, "I'm fine." Like that was really well done. Like I know people who are actually actors, oh, and that is not as good. I you agree, know? and it's interesting. I, I I just happened upon a um an interview with Zoe Saldana for like the 20th anniversary of Crossroads. Yeah, being asked, you know, about the experience and stuff, and she was like, you know, like as a more seasoned actor at the time, did you feel like you had to kind of like pull Britney Spears along and make sure she knew her ins and outs? And Zoe was like, no, like she's a yeah. natural. She she was. Good good at that like she walked onto set and she knew what she was doing yeah so yeah like honestly the script was funny at times but i do think Brittany, you're right yeah the acting the acting was good the acting I, was there it was it we've, totally was we've seen pop stars do yeah. way less acting oh god like, yes. she she did good i mean i think she, i think in this movie she has more lines than henry cavill has in all of the <laughs> superman movies oh probably right yeah and I, mean, I mean, let's be real. over him, but like. Yeah, he's Superman. He's just got to be brooding. Know, yeah. Give us a six pack. <laughs> give us some big biceps and be brooding a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Great. You're in. <laughs> yeah. What do you look like with glasses on? Okay, now take them off. Oh, Clark, great. is that you? <laughs> looks amazing. <laughs> Put him in the movie. So the next day, Ben surprises Lucy and tells her that he wrote music for the poem that she reads him a few days before. (laughs) Of course, we know that the song is I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman, which is also an actual Britney Spears song. I was going to say, like, I I really wish I knew what the vibes were when this movie came out because did she sing that song and you were like, oh, it's that song? Yes, yes. Or did she sing the song and you're like, what's that? Oh, I think... Britney Spears' new single. Yeah, I think it was at the time... I think I have, I think this is my quick facts, but at the time, this was part of her next album coming out. Right. So you'd be like, oh my God, it's her next album. This is sick. Yeah. So after they're done singing and playing together, they kiss. Whoa. The gang makes it to LA, Hollywood sign and all. Mimi gets what she needs for the audition. Kit calls her fiance and he doesn't want to see her. Mimi and Kit go to see Dylan, even though he does, again, he doesn't want to see Kit. And Ben and Lucy get intimate. (laughs) Kit and Mimi get to Dylan's 
uh, apartment to find out that he's been dating another girl and that he is the guy that got Mimi pregnant. Okay. And is the father of the baby. I, and so I want to talk about a few things and I am going to kind of like just cruise through a few big moments in the Mm -hmm. movie now because there's some big topics in this movie that they touch on. This catches a very strange vibe for me as we start to tear towards the end from this moment on, really. Because, so, so I mean, really, okay, I'm going to start with, like, Britney Spears' mom, played by Yeah, Kim I was going to say, it kind of starts Cattrall. there. That's yeah. where it starts, where she's she basically tells her, like, you're a mistake, I never wanted you, go kick some rocks, get out of here. Yeah. Then, what, like, ten minutes later, Kit discovers that her boyfriend is cheating on her in the moment. Kit also discovers that her boyfriend is the father of Mimi's unborn child, and that he had you know, trigger warning sex with her, uh, without uh, her Consent. against her will. Yeah, exactly. Immediately, Mimi falls down the stairs. Yes. The next thing we know, we're at the hospital. She loses the baby. Mimi loses the baby. All of this happens in a yeah. span of like 15 minutes. And you're like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. It's a lot of things all happening at once. Somebody hit the brakes. Like any one of those little mm-hmm. tiny pieces would be the entire season of like a TV series. And we're just flying through them. And the thing that really jars me is that at the end of all this, we're like going down the road of all these crazy things happening. We've got Mimi there who's like, so you got to go to the audition, girl. Like, you you still got to go do it. I'm like, this feels... Too like, fast. It feels too fast. It feels like the lowest high stakes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you're making Lucy auditioning on the same level of, like, all these other things happening. Right. Like, it's as impactful, and it feels strange to yes, me, yes. you know? I mean, and it's, it's interesting. Like, Shonda Rhimes wrote this, and we all know she's written... Some things in Grey's Anatomy that are like that take a whole season to devour yeah. and and get through and discover and 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 deal with. Shonda Rhimes, all time Hall of Fame writer. It's just it was a lot all at once, and yeah. it's near the end of the movie, and you're just like bam, 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 like, bam, and you're like, all wow, of okay, yeah, yeah. So Lucy calls her dad from the hospital to come and get them all. He's angry, but says she's forgiven. She packs up at the hotel, everything, saying that she's going to stay with her dad and at his hotel. And Ben asks, like, are you going to the audition? Because I have a band all set up. She says, no, we're going home. Mimi and Kit agree that Lucy has to stay for the audition. But ultimately, Lucy decides to follow what her dad wants. And as they're about to leave, Ben comes to say goodbye. They're about, while they're in their cab, they're about to take off. And Lucy tells her dad... I don't want to be like her. Well, we'll just get back home and everything will be back to normal and you just wait and see. Don't make me do what she did. Don't make me run. Just let me go, okay? She makes out with Ben in front of her dad. Like, talk about rebellion. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, she goes to the audition. Mimi and Kit are now backup singers. Ben is in the band and her dad is in the crowd. All is good. It ends with the girls putting memories of their past specifically um, in a memory box and they bury it on the beach in California. The end. And there we have it. Like, I feel like we were just an out of control train the last 30 minutes of this film. But like, this is such a, I don't want to call it a love hate relationship with this film, but it is, it, it goes down such a strange line that was so typical of the early 2000s where, like, there are parts of this film that I love. I mean, we're going to talk about the soundtrack and the sing-alongs. Like, if you just want to sing along to a movie, Crossroads, I think, is right up there with, like, Mama Frickin' Mia 
into like it it feels so like an good. actual musical at times with the amount of singing that occurs. So yeah, like it's it's honestly I like my rating for it is tough, but I think this is a great rewatch now in 2024 like it is a cool movie to go back to it is a cool movie to go back to and i like that they're they're finally releasing it on streaming services you know 20 years later or so and that we all get to enjoy it again because i think one it was hard to find yeah and two like with everything that's happened with britney over the last few years like i think it's nice to enjoy her again you know in in a in a way that was some would say her best time right yeah yeah, absolutely. This was this was during the Justin Timberlake era, it was, I believe. Yes. yes, it was. He was on set quite a bit. Oh, oh, is mm-hmm. that in your quick facts? It is. Oh, well, let's next. let's dive right in in a few minutes. So, I mean, Sarah handles a lot of our DMs, but I do kind of you know peruse. I do monitor, and I feel like you are the first person I am nervous to play against. <laughs> I'm nervous for you because you're killing it. <laughs> I love it. Here we go. All right. And now it's time. The Rom-Com Rewind presents the Battle of Rom Confidence. We have Cody on the show. Cody, tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, who are you? Where are you from? Whatever you feel comfortable sharing with the podcast. Uh, My name is Cody. I live in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, For anyone or questions, no, we don't talk like they do on the movie or the show. <laughs> yeah, I live here with my partner and our three dogs. Pretty much just the disbit. I love rom-coms. Um, can't get enough of them. They're like just such a good feel-good thing to go to. So before, like five minutes before we jumped on, I told Sarah, I'm like, I hope Cody talks about where <laughs> they're from because like Fargo is notable. That's it was at least one movie, and I think they're in season four or five of the show. Do you feel like that's a a, 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 a misrepresentation of where you're from? Or are you, are, are you like, oh, guys, we're not like Fargo. Come on. Yeah, it's definitely a misrepresentation, but we're all very much in on the joke. We like just poke fun at ourselves. With it, so I love it. Oh, I love we have it. a museum here that has the actual wood chipper from the movie. So Stop. take pride in that. That's so cool. Oh my god, that's hilarious. And um, obviously a fan of romantic comedies. What is your favorite rom-com? Hands down, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, like, to me, that is, yes. that's the perfect rom-com for me because you have great chemistry, a super interesting and fun story, um, and it's just a ton of laughs and a great romantic aspect. Like, even, I feel like even, like, a lot of men who maybe say they hate rom-coms or even women, whoever... I feel like there's it's such a great combination between last and romance that there's something for both sides of the spectrum for fans and non-fans. Completely agree. Absolutely. Yes, it's one of my faves too. And you know what, Devin and Cody, that was one of our very first episodes we ever recorded. We should almost revisit it we because should. it probably sucked when it we did it back. It probably is not good. <laughs> So uh, the deal with this game is that we've realized resoundingly what what you, you know, listening tend to love most about the podcast are the quick facts. And perhaps the best thing that we could offer you is an opportunity to be on the show and test your love for romantic comedies with ours or more importantly, with mine, Cody. So (laughs) I'm going to leave the studio. I'm going to walk away. Sarah's going to ask you three romantic comedy trivia questions. Answer those to the best of your ability. I'll come back into the studio and I'll be tested on those same questions. And we'll discover if you are more rom-com than Devin. Is that fair? Bring it on. 
All right, here we go. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> I'll wait till he's out of the room. Okay, so, all right. Question number one, 10 seconds on the board. What singer played Jamie Sullivan in A Walk to Remember? Uh, could you repeat that? What singer played Jamie Sullivan in A Walk to Remember? Oh, Mandy Moore. Yes, good job. Fantastic. All right, question number two. What tattoo does Justin Timberlake have that Mila Kunis wears a similar-looking necklace of in Friends with Benefits? Uh, Thunderbolt tattoo from Harry Potter. Yeah, you know what? I was going to give you the options of uh, multiple choice, but I don't need to do that because, yes, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) I actually watched that pretty recently. Oh, no way. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) All right. And question number three. In what city is Love Actually mainly set? Uh, London. Yes. You went three for three. Amazing. All right. I got to see if Devin is ready to come back. I think our son is up. So, oh, no, there he is. He's here. I'm sitting down. Hold on. Give me All a right. Notes. Welcome back, Devin. All right. And and before we jump in, we have a surprise special guest on the pod. <laughs> um, I just like when I left the room, full transparency for everybody listening right now, um, it's in the evening and our son Wells is asleep or so I thought when I left the studio I realized he's awake so uh, Wells is now in studio for the rest of the battle of rom competence <laughs> so if you hear some some chatter in the background that's what's occurring um, I feel like that also prefer uh, uh, proves that I actually do leave the room nobody's oh, called, yes, nobody's yes. questioned it but like this is proof I've come back with a different human being so clearly <laughs> I do leave uh, how did Cody do I'm gonna let him say that oh uh, it went pretty slamming. Yeah, he got three for the three. Quote, Save the last dance. God, <laughs> three <laughs> pretty slamming. So then the questions were were happy with the questions, I guess. I I was okay. He I didn't even have to get to the multiple choice questions. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm very nervous. Okay. All right. All right. Hit me with the first one. Question number one. You have ten seconds on the board. What singer played Jamie Sullivan in A Walk to Remember? Um, Mandy Moore. Yes. Yes. Easy. Hit me. All right. Question number two. What tattoo does Justin Timberlake have that Mila Kunis wears a similar looking necklace of in Friends with Benefits? A lightning bolt, Star of David, a cross, or a leprechaun? Wow. Lightning bolts. Yeah. Oh, okay. When I tell you that was a complete guess, that was a total guess. Oh my, you knew that Cody. Oh, like I didn't even have to say the multiple choice. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And finally in question number three, in which city is love actually mainly set? Um, love actually would be in London. Yes. Let's go. Three for three as well. So, Cody, I, I know you've heard Battle of Rom competences in the past, so you you probably more or less know how overtime goes on our game. But, yes, that's Wells. Um, so, we need something. We need an answer to a question that neither of us probably know off the top of our heads, but that we can quantifiably get close. So, Sarah, right now as we speak, is Googling the box office gross. She'll tell us if it's domestic or international for a romantic it comedy. Will, it will be worldwide. Worldwide box office for... Like Pitbull. S- 
Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> wow. Throw out a pit bull joke in the middle of my description of this game. That's love that. Mr. 305. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so when you tell us the rom-com, we need to guess the worldwide box office gross of it to the best of our ability. And it's not uh, the price is right. It's just whoever gets closer wins. Correct. Okay. And so you write it first, Devin. That's right. I'm going to write it down and flip it over so that Sarah knows that I've locked in an answer. Mm -hmm. And then you can share yours, Cody, and then I'll show mine. All right. The the movie, the rom-com that I have chosen is Just Go With It with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. And it's the worldwide gross. I'm going to go with... 142 million. Oh, I've got 109 written down. Cody wins. No! With 214.9 million. Shut up. Yeah. Yes, I know. I am actually really surprised too. That made wild like, money. Yeah. I, I didn't think it would made that one. I knew it was popular, but not that big. And you know yes. what? For this episode, I actually looked up a bunch of... Um, Adam Sandler movie grosses because they were MTV productions and so was Crossroads. Fun fact, everybody. Um, So I thought I was bang on there. Wow. Cody, you are officially more rom-com than Devin. I knew walking in that you were going to be a challenge. I think that officially gets you an an invite back on the the pod for this game. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. No, thank you for joining us. Devin, I like I said, I was nervous coming in here too. I'm like, you know what? Even if I, if Devin beat me, it would still be an honor because he knows his stuff. <laughs> well, you know what? It's very telling that we both went three for three. It had to yes. go to overtime, so that you know, gr- great competitors all around, and that means you got to come back on the pod because I need to redeem myself now. Obviously, <laughs> quick facts: the screenplay was written by Shonda Rhimes. The movie was originally titled "What Friends Are For." Anson Mount was initially reluctant to accept the role of Ben, finding the script to be cheesy and lame, but was encouraged by Robert De Niro, with whom he was working with at the time on City by the Sea from 2002. De Niro turned out to be a huge Britney Spears fan. They went over the scenes from Crossroads on breaks from City by the Sea, with Mount reading his lines and De Niro reading Spears. Okay. We need an alternate history of, I, I just want to be a fly on the wall of Robert frickin' De Niro being like, <laughs> singing Man, I Feel Like a right? Woman. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. We're singing any Britney Spears song. Anything, like, yeah. Yeah. Not Shania Twain, but Britney Spears. But yeah, yeah, I see your point. In the scene where Mimi, Lucy, and Kit are partying in Louisiana hotel room, you can hear Britney Spears accidentally shout Zoe at Kit. When they are laughing about a dirty subject. Dan Aykroyd created a detailed backstory for his character and his life in the Navy. He even had a friend draw a Navy tattoo on his arm, which can be seen in the scene where he is working on the car in the garage. He also would later admit the main reason for accepting the role of Lucy's father was that he wanted the opportunity to meet Britney Spears. Okay. I I don't know if you have it, but I also saw a clip of Kim Cattrall she was, oh, do you have it? I'm literally about to jump into it. Go ahead. According to Kim according to Kim Cattrall, the role of Lucy's mother was originally intended for Madonna. Kim Cattrall stated in a 2020 interview for LA Times, she only accepted her role because she was very curious to meet Britney Spears. 
Sex and the City was Britney Spears' favorite TV show. So I saw a clip of Kim Cattrall being like, I'm so sad I was only on set for a few days. And Britney says like, well, like maybe I can come visit you guys on your set. And Kim was like, you would shut the place down <laughs> if you showed up. But then like, yes, please. Like, yes. Come visit, visit yeah. So at one point she was um, in talks to be her niece, uh, Kim Cattrall's niece on Sex and the City. But oh, then it cool. never it never came to fruition. She's dipped into sitcom. Like she was on How I Met Your Mother, I want to say, right? Yeah, uh, well, I don't remember. Quite sure, yeah. I'll, I'll look that up. You keep going. The pictures in Lucy's locket are actual pictures of Britney Spears when she was younger. One of the highest grossing movies in Japan was Crossroads Stop. due to Britney Spears' popularity there. Oh my God, that's hilarious. At one point in the movie, the girls sing Bye Bye Bye, which was a hit song by NSYNC. This was an inside joke referencing the well-publicized romance between NSYNC member Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. He was often present on set during filming. Anson Mount threw up uh, after the scene in the diner. Bowling for Soup, the band who features in the film and has three songs in it, was part of Britney Spears' former label, Jive Records, and uh, as was NSYNC, um, who also has a song in the film. A special edition for Crossroads soundtrack was released in 2023 by RCA Records with new artwork and remixes of Britney Spears' songs featured in the movie. In the late 2000s, yeah, CBS sitcom How I Met Your Mother, she did a guest spot on that. I oh, think she was a Barney Stinson love interest, if I'm not mistaken. The set used for the hospital scene is the same one from the TV series Scrubs. <laughs> Britney Spears wears a Southern University t-shirt in the movie and on its poster. However, Southern University is a predominantly African-American school in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The reason for this is because costumer Wendy uh, found the shirt at an L.A. thrift store. She explained that her character Lucy is a college-oriented girl. Not only was the snug shirt a perfect fit but britney spears is from kentwood uh, kentwood louisiana which is just about 75 miles away from the 17,000 student uh, southern maine college the school enjoyed the publicity we're tickled pink said the chancellor who approved the t-shirts usage the fact that we're african-american makes little difference the school's bookstore saw sales of southern clothing items increased drastically as a result of the free publicity of britney spears wow the movie had a limited two-day run in theaters around the globe with bonus sing-along of Britney Spears' two songs from the film, 21 years after its original run, to celebrate the release of, of course, Britney Spears' long-anticipated memoir, The Woman in Me. During the celebration scene in Hotel Room in New Orleans, the song that is playing in the background, which the girls dance to, is entitled Crazy Love by Boomcat, a.k.a. Taryn Manning. <laughs> When asked about Britney Spears' involvement in the film, uh, director Tamara replied, she was always involved. I don't think anything happened on the film without making sure Brit was happy with it. The Britney Spears' songs in the film all went on to become singles and were featured on her third album titled Britney, which was released shortly before the film. The scene where the group stops to watch the sunset before camping was filmed in Red Rock Canyon outside Las Vegas. The younger Lucy in the opening scene is played by Britney Spears' younger sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. This was Jamie Lynn Spears' acting debut, and she later went on to become a Nickelodeon star in Zoe 101. Lucy's last name comes from the casting director, Kim Davis Wagner. Development on the film began in 2001 when Spears created a concept that was later expanded by writer Shonda Rhimes. Melissa Joan Hart was considered for the role of Mimi. 
Despite being a teenage cult film, it was never released on streaming services or packaged to a Blu-ray high-definition release up until 22 years after its release. Director Tamara Davis said she had tried to make it happen unsuccessfully before uh, through agents and lawyers, but such negotiations finally succeeded and the movie will be or is currently available on Netflix and that begun February 15th, 2024. At the time Britney Spears filmed this movie, she was in the midst of recording her third album, as mentioned earlier, and had become the best-selling teenage artist of all time. Britney Spears' team wanted her to be recording at night after she did a full day's work on the set. That's when producer Ann Carley put her foot down and threatened to shut the movie down as she felt it wasn't fair to her. Later, Carly heard from Britney Spears directly. They had come to her or come to me and said, It's okay, I don't mind having to work an 18-hour day. And I said, guess what? You don't have to. So she didn't have to. The film had uh, a mostly female cast, a female director, a female screenwriter, and a female producer all sitting behind the camera. There were reports that Britney Spears, Taryn Manning, and Zoe Saldana uh, did a topless scene that was cut from the final edit of the film. Manning denied these reports, though. According to her and the film's producer, Ann Carley, the flashing scene was filmed only from the neck up, and none of the three actresses involved were actually topless during the shoot. The poem Lucy reads to Ben at the campsite are the lyrics to Britney Spears' song, Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman. During an October 2023 Entertainment Weekly interview, director Tamara Davis said she and Britney Spears fought to include uh, Spears' sex scene in the film because she wanted to challenge her forever virgin girl-next-door image amidst invasive sexist headlines about her purity. The scene was done tastefully in a way a kid would not know what is going on, but still understandable to viewers. It was initially rumored that Britney Spears would be guest starring on HBO's series Sex and the City, playing the niece of Kim Cattrall's uh, character, Sam jo- Samantha Jones. A spokesperson, though, for HBO denied these reports, saying that no such negotiations ever took place. Um, Zoe, Kim and Anson have all appeared in Star Trek in the Star Trek universe. Um, Zoe played Noyota Yohura in Star Trek's uh, 2009, as well as all the sequels. Cottrell played uh, Lieutenant Valeris in Star Trek uh, 6, 5, wait, 4, 5, The Undiscovered count, uh, Country in 1991. And Mount uh, currently stars in the Paramount TV series Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which I currently watch. I was going to say, so we are a uh, rom-com podcast, obviously. Fun fact about <laughs> our girl, Sarah. Tiny bit of a Trekkie. Oh, totally Trekkie. Um, yes, and he plays Captain Christopher Pike, the commander of the USS Enterprise, before James T. Kirk. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, when Lucy's dad is talking to Lucy in the hospital, a picture of Britney Spears can be seen on a copy of US Today that a man is reading in the re- in the waiting room. Can I share a very quick... Quick fact of my own that Absolutely. I discovered while looking up this movie. So obviously, Britney Spears has won an enormous amount of awards, and she—I she, actually found it. She has been nominated for 790 total awards, and she wow. has won 422. Wow. And and the vast majority of those are like weird, random things. But like, she has genuinely won, um, you know, a lot of Billboard Music Awards, Teen Choice Awards. I didn't realize. Yes. She's a Guinness World Record holder. Oh, wow. Not only is she a world record holder, at one point she had 14 what? Guinness World Records. Best-selling album by a teenage oh. solo artist. Teenage f- f- a female solo artist with the most number one hits. Um, Fastest-selling album by a teenage solo artist. A lot of them are like t- teenage stuff, but she still has 
11 of those Guinness World Records. Wow. Seriously. At one point, she was the most searched person on the internet was one of her awards. No. Yeah. Youngest female to have five number one studio albums, biggest selling teenage artist of all time. She still has that. Um, She also holds the, held for a while, the most product placements in a music video. Oh, I believe that. For Hold It Against Me. I feel like that was such a 2000s thing where, like, like, between 20, like between 2000 and 2010, where all, I remember all of the oh, like in 50, Spice World, in in all of the like 50 Cent insane, was dropping yeah. every brand. Well, in and his songs. at one point, Britney Spears was the Pepsi girl, right? Like she had that Pepsi ad. Oh, yeah. I feel like Pepsi that's, commercial. Yeah. yeah. Honorable mentions. I mean, my honorable mention has to be Britney Spears. This is her like basically one and only kind of debut. And she did a good job. Like I mentioned earlier. I mean, there are people who are actual actors that are worse than her. And like, I think she did a really good job. Like she convinced me that she could do this. I want to honorably mention uh, a wild rabbit hole that I went down while researching this <laughs> film that I think everybody listening, you listening are going to find this very fascinating because this was an MTV Films production. Okay, that is interesting. I did not see that coming. Well, you see them right off the top. It does say MTV. Oh, it does. Yes, yes, yes. with the old logo. It has the old logo. Oh my god, you're and right. I, I didn't like, even think anything of it. And I, I was like, what, what has MTV Films actually done? Okay, MTV Films is responsible for some wild stuff. I mean, there's like the easy stuff, like Fifty Cent, get, uh, get rich or die try, right. was them, but. Um, they had Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters back in 2013, which grossed $225 million, by the way. Wow. On a $50 million budget. That's amazing. Adam Sandler's movie, The Longest Yard, was an MTV Films production, which oh. made $190 million, by the way. Yeah, that's a lot. They have, I'm, I'm actually going through like highest grossing films. Oh, is okay. How I'm doing this list. Jackass 3D made them $170 million. Oh, I believe that wholeheartedly that they did the Jackass movies. It only cost them $20 million to make. After that, <laughs> Jackass presents Bad Grandpa made one hundred and fifty one oh, million dollars. Oh my god, that was! Oh my gosh, that's! I have to say, watching the Jackass <laughs> movies were quite um, funny. Probably now, looking back, I, like watching them, if I were to watch them now, probably wouldn't find that funny. As a parent, I would hate mm-hmm. them, but at the time, I loved them. Yeah. They were responsible for Blades of Glory, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh, they made Blades of Glory. Okay, did they make Napoleon? Dynamite they also then? made Napoleon Dynamite. I knew it because the same actors, Blades of Glory. They made. Okay, I love Napoleon Dynamite. They made Save the Last Dance. Of course M- they did. MTV Why am I not surprised? Film Productions made Save, which Stop. by the way cost them. Who th- wrote it? Shonda Rhimes. Maybe <laughs> it, it cost them thirteen million to make, and it made one hundred and thirty-one million dollars wow. for them. Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, Jackass Number Two, Coach Carter, which I love. Oh, that was a good movie. Uh, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. They also made that as well. They, like all this to say, like. There was a period of time in like the very late 90s and into like the early 2010s that MTV film productions was throwing out bangers. They were and and Crossroads. Crossroads didn't even make my top 15 for highest grossing movies they made. They were making money, guys. Wow. And not only money, like some of the films that we really hold near and dear to our hearts, you know, Save the Last Dance, Napoleon Dynamite, Crossroads. Even Coach Carter, I'd throw that one in the list. Like they've made some great films over the years. Blades mm-hmm. of Glory, De- defunct now. They don't make shit anymore. But they were, they wow. were making cool stuff. Anyway, what should have been? I think on the rewatch, they either 
should have expanded the deep storylines they were trying to provide or not done them okay. or not done some of them because I think, I think they didn't give, and, and I don't know it's, it, this is this, it's hard because I think they're important because again, it's like a teen movie. These, these are very important topics, but I'm not sure if they gave them the amount of time that they needed to really hit home the message they wanted to send, right? It was just kind of hammered really, really quickly. Like, why did you got to go to jail? Like, why'd you go to jail? Okay, this is why. That's a big thing. You know, oh, your mom doesn't want you. You were a mistake. That's a big thing. Like, all these things were really big topics. And like you mentioned, they just kind of, like, they went through them really quickly. And I think maybe they either should have done fewer of them and expanded them a little bit more or... I think just in general, given them more time or maybe had done fewer of them, I think just just to be able to provide viewers a full story of 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 it, you know, instead of just like a conversation during a car ride. Yeah, I I feel all that. I absolutely agree with all that. My what should have been is I I think there was such a missed opportunity with this soundtrack because the only official cover that we have of a song by Britney Spears in this is I Love Rock and Roll. Like that right. that performance of Britney Spears, like you can find that. That's a thing. Why don't we have like Taryn Manning, Zoe. Zoe, and Britney Spears in studio and having done Man, I Feel Like a Woman as a cover? Or you know, a flock of seagulls or let's get it on by Marvin Gaye. Or if it makes you happy by Cheryl, like they sang. So they sang so many songs in this movie that we don't actually have a legitimate version of that right. song. You know what I mean? That could have been the entire soundtrack and that thing would have sold. That would have been really cool. That would have been crazy. And we're seeing it a lot now. Like Dolly Parton just did a full rock cover album. Like wow. she made a, a rock album. It was just covered. There, there was a few original things there. But that's the whole thing. Like Britney Spears could have done that with this movie yeah. and it would have been wild. And I mean, the soundtrack was stellar as is and I get it. Maybe they just didn't have the the opportunity to get all of the rights for them. But I mean, they had some rights because they had the songs in the movies. The, so yeah, they, yeah, they, they I don't licensed know. the music in a certain way. And mm-hmm. and if you cover something without changing any of the lyrics, yeah. the licensing is a lot easier. Mm. Like instead of if you're sampling or right. interpolating something, that changes it. So mm. anyway. Overall rewatchability. I've got chemistry, a 2.9. I think the chemistry among the girls was great. I didn't necessarily always feel it between Ben and uh, Lucy. Yeah. Storyline, a 3.35. Thirst factor, however, give me a 4.7 on that. Imagination, a 3.8. I thought it actually was kind of an interesting, like it is just a road trip, but then I think of how many road trip movies there are. They exist. I think they were a little bit more common in the early 2000s. I think of like Eurotrip and stuff like that. But soundtrack, obviously a perfect five out of five. Cheese, however, we're, we're on a great trajectory for this one. Cheese, I'm going to give it a 1.2 because the cheese was tough. The cheese was hilarious at times and I did like it. But for the most part, it was a very, I wouldn't even say cheesy. I would say like it's a very campy feeling movie if that makes sense for an overall score crossroads is a 3.491 with that said it comes with a big asterisk i would strongly suggest you rewatch this because it is 
it is a really interesting rewatch, like I said before. Okay, so chemistry, I have it a three. Storyline, 3.4. Thirst Factor, 4.8. Imagination, 3.4. Soundtrack, 5. Obviously. Cheese, 2. Okay. And I do agree with you. For an overall score of 3.6 out of 5. This has been the Rom-Com Rewind at Crossroads. Wherever you're listening to us, please throw us a follow. And maybe you heard the battle of rom-competence and you're wondering, how do I get in on that? Hey, it all happens on our Instagram account, at Rom-Com Rewind. Just throw us a DM. Whether you want to be on or not, if you want to just chat about anything, let us know. Thanks for listening.